Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Cool fact: A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film. If only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for fifteen dollars a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile. com slash switch. Upfront payment of forty five dollars, equivalent to fifteen dollars per month, unlimited over forty gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at four eighty p. Active Mint customers by five thirty one twenty four get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May thirty first, twenty twenty four. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply. If rated PG. Welcome to the Walking Blind Podcast, episode one hundred. <laughs> Eleven, eleven or twelve? Which one are we on? Are we on twelve, Jesse? How many times? How many times have we done this? How many episodes are there now? I think I think this is this is one twelve, right? One twelve, like the the band that sings that peaches and cream. You know, they have that song peaches and cream. You know, something something about ice cream. Yeah. I vote you really talk like that. <laughs> and the other voice you're doing is fucking fake as shit. So that's you're actually letting it out right now. This is real for me. Okay, <laughs> okay. This is real life. One twelve. One twelve. One twelve. There really was that group. One twelve. They sang peaches and cream. I thought you were. I thought you were like fucking up with three eleven or something. No. <laughs> I, was like, I was like making a whole new. I was like, oh, Mike. Not even close. Yeah. Not even close, Mike. Walking Blind is hosted by overly emotional dudes. Who overthink and overanalyze everything. Nothing the host say should be taken as medical advice or opinion. They're not professional. They're about to make that very clear. What's everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Walking Blind Podcast. This is episode 112 of the show where we like normalize checking on the homies. I'm Mike. That is also Mike. And this week in the studio, we got our boy Jason Hernandez. Jason, Jason Hernandez. Uh, you may know him from uh, from a little uh, little site called Pitcam Vids. Vids with a Z. Um, been in the hardcore scene. Been been in the been writing music. Been yeah, been some jams. All that let's, shit. Let's talk all of it, man. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having Welcome. me, guys. Yeah, dude. I'm stoked to be here. <laughs> been watching all the episodes for a while now so stoked to be on here i'm, I know I'm, I'm bugging you guys i'm sorry i was just like i can't wait <laughs> i was stoked to i'm stoked we actually got to make this happen because and especially you know like we we've been running into each other at shows um <clears throat> we've been seeing all the videos you've been posting that mm. your page has been like, growing <laughs> tremendously and then i, I want to talk to you about like your music projects too like what's hell yeah you know, what's going on so let's get into all that so, yeah let's do it let's where we start let's, let's let's dive in uh let's 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 start with Let's start with pit cam vids because I feel like the first uh, <clears throat> some of the first things that I saw ended up blowing up and like going viral like just just 
one of the videos that was just fucking making me laugh was was when um <clears throat> we had you had the pit footage and all the music was removed and it was just yeah fucking <laughs> like windbreaker I, sounds I, I and sneakers i and made <laughs> that like middle of the, i just could not i have bad insomnia so it's like three in the morning and like i was just like working on editing and then so that was originally footage for my homie's band uh I forgot. Fuck. What's the, what's the band called? Uh, Dude, Provoke. This, My homie's okay. band Provoke. Yeah, <clears throat> anyway, so during their set, yeah, I was I was doing like a pit cam for them, and then just being stupid, I like did all the you know what do you call it? all the effects and all that and yeah. whatever. I sent it to my homie Justin from Destruction of a King and Lolove. I sent it to him in like the middle of the night and I was like he was like this is golden. Yeah. He's like this is gonna like <laughs> blow up. I was like you think so? And I posted it and yeah, man. I, that's what I like I get to be like a fucking dork on there because not everything's just like super tough guy serious mm -hmm. shit you know what I mean like I love all the violent shit I get that's why you know the beat down scene and all that yeah. for sure but like anything stupid like that like I don't give a fuck it's my page I'm gonna post yeah. like yeah. it makes yeah. me laugh I'm gonna post it so but I think that that's the, the beauty of it is because this like this scene that we're all involved in is like it's known for being hard being tough yeah. everything is just like so and there are dudes that are in this scene and some chicks too that are like tough as nails yeah and that's all like there's no smiling there's no fucking yeah. there's no like it's yeah but some of it hard. is but some of, it, some of it's not though so yeah some yeah, of it's yeah. trying to be tough but yeah anyway. uh and it, it just comes with the territory but yeah. it's 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 cool to see like like poking fun at our own stuff right? yeah. like, well some of the people in the videos like the joke shit i've done like even that one are people that, <laughs> that don't really like me or pick <laughs> which makes it even better so yeah, no, yeah so i'm just like ah oh, motherfucker and like and it's funny because like, they still don't follow me they don't comment they don't say anything but i know they're pissed but yeah. like they must look every once in a while like you know at the comments and people yeah, are talking yeah. shit and like what is this kung fu whatever and it's just hilarious man yeah. <clears throat> dude so uh what was the actually like let's let's kind of rewind way further back like what was your your introduction to to heavy music or what was your introduction to punk rock like Let's yeah, start I was going to say from the beginning, like for most people, it was punk first. I mean, well, pop punk. So fuck, what was the first? There was a Christian store. I remember a Christian like coffee shop at, like in Chino Hills where my, I used to live. And like, oh, uh, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. By Albertsons? Yeah. Like, yeah. And that was the first album I ever bought was Reliant K, Anatomy of the Tongue in Cheek. So it was, it was pop punk stuff first. But then my mom, like during the 90s. <clears throat> and then early 2000s was still like keeping up from what was on like tv before she went mm -hmm. like more like a lot more religious and didn't like listen to like secular music anymore mm. but uh so of course green day yeah. you know she had dookie like she actually she was the one that put it on in the car oh, i know so your mom was into like yeah yeah stuff. oh like cool. well yeah she was just into like whatever was like on okay, the radio on and like right. in the 90s late 90s was like still good with yeah, <laughs> like yeah, fucking yeah. having more there's still cool stuff on yeah the radio. you know or whatever was on and she would keep you know the offspring just all that stuff you know so pop punk is pop punk ish type stuff than that then i found like street punk that's when i started to like get into it by myself you yeah, know what i mean that's yeah. when i was like yeah like she would take me to record stores even though she was pretty christian then it was hilarious because like she'd take me to dr strange records and i would go in there and like i'd pick out different cds and they would say like fuck society and so like <laughs> and she would let me like yeah. she would just be like i don't know i'd be like, please 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 like yeah and she'd be like oh, i guess so but just you know don't listen to the lyrics too much and blah, blah, blah. i don't know but that's uh, how it turned out though i did like... listen to the lyrics and then i turned into <laughs> shit but yeah so it was, it was yeah it was cool you know so it was punk for me first and then uh street punk though is like that's what like really like you know what i mean like hit me and i was just like mm -hmm. oh fuck like of course the casualties just his fucking voice like super you know like basically screaming and angry. stuff yeah you know angry yeah. and yeah. aggressive and then i got into like i didn't get too much into crust but anything just heavier from there and then my brother 
my older brother got me into post-hardcore. So bands like Poison the Well, cool. From Modern to Ashes, um, of course, Norma Jean, and then eventually like the Chariot and stuff. Uh, then when I started going to shows, actually going to shows and like moshing and all that was, ah, fuck, I was maybe like 14 and I started going to church shows. Mm-hmm. So it was like Christian metalcore and shit like that. Yeah. Like uh, The Stronghold back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't actually, I don't think I went to the nitty gritty that much, but either way, yeah. So that's when I like actually started going to shows was like Christian metalcore stuff. Okay. And then Christian deathcore and then I got into like everything else. Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> Which we've talked about a couple of times on the show was like a very violent scene still. Yeah. Even though it's Christian. Oh yeah. It was hilarious. <laughs> yeah, I, I was scared back then too because like the crews would still show up and shit mm-hmm. like that and I was still, I was only like 14 and like, and back in the day it was vicious man. Like you didn't even have to like crowd kill someone or like you would just mosh next to someone and they grab you, grab you and just like beat the shit out of you. Like, <laughs> And so, yeah, it was intense. We're doing this in the name of the Lord. (laughs) But yeah, they the shows fucking went off though, man. It was fun, dude. It's crazy that like, and I feel like it's not just a Southern California thing. Like, church shows, like especially if you found like a church that was good at putting on shows and were down to just let it happen. Yeah. Those were some of the sickest shows that you could play. Like, even if it was like, there's no stage here. There's a shitty PA, but everybody's hyped to be here and everybody's so stoked on this show that it, like it's rad yeah i've know? been to a lot of shows where i've seen like back in the day the flyer like it'll be like a really heavy like violent band especially that they're like not even christian and they're like yeah. some like atheist whatever yeah. it would say blah 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 church this street whatever yeah. i'm like are you sure like yeah. <laughs> and then you the go rock. and it'd be fucking insane man but yeah it's good shit but it was mainly yeah it was like post hardcore is what i started getting into like heavier stuff that's more like you know along the lines of hardcore mm-hmm. but deathcore was like my prime of moshing i guess yeah that was like like out of high school like 18 19 going to the glass house all the time with, with december decimation fucking summer Star. Yeah, yeah all those, those dude yeah. yeah and then they started having the uh the backyard pomona scene for me was really important there was a bunch of backyard shows back in the day with pomona it was like mainly deathcore stuff but that's when it started getting really violent and like it was a blast. I knew everyone there. We fucking just get drunk and like throw chairs and like you know tables and, and this shit. Was, this was like oh oh five oh six. Yeah, around, around there, there. Like is yeah. where it started to get like stronger and stuff. And then yeah. yeah, man. So that that for me is when it started to get like more DIY and more like violent and more yeah used, more real and raw for me. Yeah. I, I played in a band called Declare Your War back then, and we Declare Your to, War. Yeah. Okay. And we used to always get put onto these like. Like we would just take whatever show we could get, yeah. right? Like whoever was book us sick, um, and we would always end up on these like, <laughs> like we were like the oddball out. Like we were not as heavy as all the other bands playing around us. But yeah. fuck it, we're gonna show up and we're just gonna. Yeah, well, it. it's yeah, Pomona too. Like you'd get like a punk band once in a while or whatever. I mean, that's starting to happen again. But yeah, you get like yeah, not as heavy shit. And then of course the metalheads and yeah. hardcore kids would fight and all that. But <laughs> I kind of love it. I kind of love the mixed bills, especially yeah. now. Like. As I get older, I, I like having like a... Oh. It's different now, though. It's weird. Like, yeah. it is cool, but like everyone's talked about, and I've said many times in Pickham shit, like the TikTok kids, as I call them. Mm. Yeah. That's so weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's, it's <laughs> cool. Like, I'm, I'm really welcoming to like people, you know what I mean? I don't like bully kids like that and shit. Like, they want to do their own thing. Mm-hmm. Like, if you're in my way and I'm moshing, whatever, but I'm not going to like target some like 14-year-old right. kid, even though I just right. posted that meme on Pickham. <laughs> um, anyway, but yeah, it's weird, dude. Like... Kids are learning that shit from TikTok, and then uh, you have like a kid wearing like a corn shirt, but he has like Liberty spikes, but he uh, has like yeah, but he's into like with like bondage pants, yeah, but he's into like, like rap and shit. It, <laughs> it, it's the weirdest thing, but 
for sure. <laughs> it's 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 kind of wild to see because uh, I told you earlier, like we're we're shooting a video in a couple yeah. weeks here at the house, and um, like just thinking about like styling these younger versions of ourselves, like oh, how did we dress back then? Yeah. You're like oh, all of it's in fashion right yeah, now. We'll just like... <laughs> fucking go to the store and buy it. Yeah. It's right there. There's so. a like kid out there I'll see, and it's like literally all phases that I have. Yeah, you know what I mean? like, but all at once. Yeah, all at fucking one. I'm like for sure. Even a little scene emo in there, you know. But so in uh, your from because I feel you're probably at a lot more shows than we are these days. Are are you seeing a lot more of the kids that are just showing up just because? Oh fuck, there's shows and like there's stuff going on like that may not necessarily be there for the bands. They're yeah. just there to hang out with their friends. I mean, yeah, I see more and more of that. Like. Again, it depends. Like, if there's like, what's that one band? I don't know. It dep- it depends. Like, if there's a band that has hype, like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, hype or whatever. Then it's gonna be like packed, and it's gonna be mainly hardcore kids and all that. But like some of the newer bands, like I don't know, it just depends. But I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, I'm like trying yeah. to. <laughs> like, I feel like I've seen like, like shout out Jules and God Awful. Like yeah. their shows, like their crowds are not strictly hardcore kids, yeah, yeah. right? Like, oh, there you go that's a perfect example yeah. so some shows that god awful will play depending on the lineup it'll be just mainly like hardcore kids people that are in the scene that know what it's about and all that but then sometimes god awful will play with other bands and then it's just like a super mixed crowd but i don't know yeah just spins yeah <clears throat> um so and then so going from easily <laughs> going from uh essentially like punk rock you know into heavier bands and things like that yeah. would you you played in bands yeah too right yeah i started off playing drums when i was a kid first my dad was like super adamant on like me learning something because he's a musician my mom sings my brother plays stuff so i came from yeah i came from a musical family my dad (laughs) my dad actually shout out to him um he was in the 80s rock scene like mainly like hair metal stuff i didn't know (laughs) i didn't know the extent okay like i thought my dad like i would hear stories once in a while mainly my mom would tell stories like at at family things or she'd be like oh uh, whatever, like fucking a Motley Crue shirt. Oh yeah, I, I knew them. Oh, I'm like, oh, whatever. And then all of a sudden, I start like the older I get. My dad's like really conservative, like chill guy. Mm-hmm. I start seeing photos of him and Axl Rose, no like to, way, no, like dude. not not posing, like candid, like, like and now yeah, like laughing, hanging. cracking up. <laughs> which slash, I found out fucking Lars Ulrich from you know Metallica like hit on my mom at this one show, <laughs> and like my dad was like, yeah, no, I'm like kind of like you know put his arm around her, and then like he left, and then. My mom was like, oh, he's like kind of weird. <laughs> and Slash comes out of nowhere. He's like, yeah, man, that dude's kind of weird. And my mom's like, coming from you? Like, I can't even see your fucking eyes. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, it's crazy. They came from like that scene. And then um, then my dad got like, he kind of carried like, what do you call it? Like kept up with the times too, as far as like heavy music. So he got into new metal. Oh, so, so he got into like, he showed me corn and like Slipknot and all that. He'd play it in the garage when I was a kid and all that. But uh, what was your question? I always go off topic. What were we talking about? Uh, like, yeah, you're, <laughs> you I, playing music. You, yeah. Yeah, you, oh, yeah. So. I was, I'm gonna go off topic a lot. I do that. Yeah, ADHD. We, we do, woo. Yeah. We do too. Um, but yeah, so he came from you know music. He plays guitar really well. So <clears throat> he was actually <laughs> he went to he was supposed to go to a Kiss uh, what do you call it audition too. <laughs> yeah, another thing. But yeah. crazy. But anyway, so he played music and then he got me a drum set, a little drum set, and then like right off the bat, I just like took to it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I played drums fairly like I play fairly well. I would say like I'm a pretty good drummer, guitar. I got into eventually. I'm a decent guitar player, decent bass player, decent singer. I can stay on key. Mm-hmm. Um, but mainly for me, it's songwriting. Like right. songwriting is my mm-hmm. fucking thing. That's like my, that's what keeps me sane. You know what I mean? So like I don't even play much shows because I'm like always chronically ill and shit. Mm-hmm. 
but for me it's just songwriting but uh yeah that's how it all started for me yeah because when when <clears throat> alex was here he was saying that you know you had been jamming with them like writing some songs and stuff yeah like that. well yeah i was in destruction of the king like technically for like a month i think i, I was like in it before they went on tour and like i wrote like back one, back in the day yeah, yeah back okay. in the day like in high school i was like 17 i like i was gonna play drums for them and then i like couldn't write cool enough parts and i was like nah never mind and then i like got in again and wrote one song like helped with uh what was it make it rain i think or something like that and then i like was out again and then they took me out on tour when i was like 18 and i was like oh fuck and that was a month long like all the way to the east coast so and was it did, that was a huge deal to me did he tell us to ask you about the, your first heavy show that he brought you to was oh yeah yeah he talked about yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. On here? okay as blood runs black I, I don't even remember who else played as blood runs black that's all i gave a shit about but right. uh, was that smart city grinds back in the day in azusa so that was like i had to be like 13 14 something okay. like that and i i got a signed stick from the drummer mm -hmm. and i still have it to this day like somewhere from like the original drummer yeah man i was all like fan girling and shit like that i went up to him i, was, I caught one of his sticks i was like can you sign it and then <laughs> yes. yeah man it was cool but yeah, <clears throat> yeah that's that's rad <laughs> but yeah i've been in bands um uh yeah i played drums in a few bands just like rock and roll bands and shit like that just like basic rock shit and then yeah, I played guitar in Destruction King for a little bit. Another band called Beginnings that was like heavier shit. And then everything. Oh, yeah, I did vocals for uh, just just vocals <clears throat> for a pop punk band called um, uh, Can't Slow Down, named after uh, Saves the Day's first album. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah and we were super like, like super pizza shit. Like it was just, it was pretty bad. <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be rad if it was like Can't Slow Down, but everything was just super mellow. Yeah, just fucking like, <laughs> just slow shit. Yeah, well, <laughs> Um, it was that and then bitter lip and then everything else from there though after can't slow down i didn't really perform anymore mm -hmm. so i would be in like projects that i wrote everything to okay. so i did the band thing for a bit of like being in a band in a band with someone mm -hmm. and uh dude have a louis i gotta fucking <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <clears throat> i'd be in bands with people and do the whole you know you write something i write something blah, blah whatever right. And after a while, I would just write like all the time at home. And I was like, dude, I fucking love this. Like being in control of everything. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, I can't be in bands because if I am like, I'm, I am a control freak. Yeah. Like I like some of my close friends love my writing, but they're like, yeah, I can't be in a band with you. Yeah. Because you'll you'll write everything. And they're like, the, like the thing that sucks is it's good too. Like it's better than like what we wrote. But yeah. Um. So and then most recently I had seen that you had posted. Uh, what was the project called? Was it Falgrove? Yeah. Falgrove. Yeah. Again. <clears throat> At this point, I'm literally just like, because I can't perform, mm -hmm. <clears throat> I'll just write shit. Like, I mean, I write constantly, but once in a while, I'll be like, all right, which one do I want to save up enough money to like just track and put out? Mm. Yeah. And literally just for me, mm -hmm. like it's literally just for me. I'm not even, I don't do fucking Facebook ads and all that. Mm -hmm. That's super expensive in any way. Like, and I'm, plus I'm a one man band. So it's like, I, I have to pay for everything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So right, if I'm going to track right. with someone, like they'll cut deals sometimes, but yeah. it's still like, I gotta pay for a five-piece band. Yeah. And it's me. But, so uh, you're coming in and you're recording drums. You're yeah. recording guitar. So I write and record everything. So that's what I'm doing right now. So Falgrove was just a quick little like, I was like, all right, this is gonna be my hardcore project. I basically want as much shit under my belt as possible. So I just want to put a bunch of shit on Spotify and I sign up for the, uh, like you can do like ten artists or more. So like I'm just doing as much as I can. <laughs> so you just made yeah. your own label so with like all your <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, I do have my own label called Bright Mind Records. And, like I, I write everything, but uh, so it's Falgrove. It's like more hardcore type stuff. Uh, and then oh yeah, I have one called Cultra coming out soon. It's more like deathcore beat down type stuff. Mm -hmm. um, so I have the pop punk bitter lip, and then a more indie rock uh, like 
emo type thing called Philly Marger. And all of those have like music out. They're all on Spotify, and some of them have Damn. music videos too. Yeah, Damn. Dude, it's fun, man. That's fucking rad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so when you do v- music videos for these, are you just like it's just me, and then? We're... Yeah, no, literally, I get, I just ask homies because people come up to me like, who's it? Uh, my friend Diego. He's in, I think he's still in Destruction of the King. Ooh, I don't know right now. <laughs> uh, I think he's still, so, or he was in. I think he is. Still. He was in Lola. My bad. Lolo, they, yeah, they've had so, a lot of like homies yeah. going there. I, I forget to keep up, but yeah, Lola, but uh, Diego. Anyway. Mm-hmm. He uh, he hit me and Justin up because it was me and Justin's like kind of project, and I told him I was like, "Hey, is this cool?" He's like, "Yeah, I'm down." And he pitched in a little bit for it, and then he hit me up. He was like, "Want to do a music video?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" <laughs> so he hit me up for that. My other friend Jared, um, he did all my other music videos for like cheap, just because he's a homie. So yeah. yeah. So because <laughs> did am I making this up or did I see Brian from Ninety Seven Minutes? Yeah, sorry, that's what I was gonna get to. Yeah. I was like, I literally just asked like homies. I'll just hit him up and be like, "Do you want to be in a music video?" So Brian's actually, he's in a Philly Marginal music video. So it's like really like chill, like soft singing shit. And like my homie Quinn's on drums and he has like glasses, kind of, you know, nerdy looking dude. And and, and I'm dressed all kind of like indie, whatever. And then you have Brian fucking all like. Just, yeah. Yeah, dude. Like just <laughs> it looks buff, so cool. tattooed. And, yeah. Yeah. So he's in two of my videos. Sick. Shout out, Brian. 97 minutes. I love you, bro. Dude, so so for you, when, you, when you're writing, is it something? Also, things where, sorry. <laughs> Brian was in my first pop-up band too. No, By the way, when he was like 16, I just had to, I had to throw that out there. Brian, shout out. Spoke Thanks for me. helping me with that. Anyway, what are you saying? Um, so for you, like, you like write for like, like these different genres. Do you, is it for, are it, I don't, I'm trying to think how to word this. So like when you're, when you have an idea, do you, do you sit down and you're like, okay, I'm writing for this indie project now. Yeah. And do you go, do you just stay in that stream or do you just, are you just constantly writing and then, and then things just kind of like today I wrote this. Yeah pop punk song so it's going to this uh today i've yeah. been playing hardcore it's going to that i haven't had like phases if you will in a while or like a what do you call it not a phase but like when you're just yeah you're you know you're into something for a while like okay i've been in a pop punk for months now i'm like mm-hmm. super you know you start going back to your old shit yep. you discover all the old oh i forgot about this mxpx yeah. album i forgot about that and you're like oh my god i want to do this you got all passionate i haven't been like that in a while because <laughs> my mental state has gotten more like my emotions have gotten more what do you call it erratic you know what i mean like so i'll literally write i'll go from pop punk to emo to indie rock to acoustic to heavy shit sometimes in one or two nights i will literally go back and forth and if my mood is like that it's Mm -hmm. fucking wherever the roller coaster is going i go with it i'm like i'm gonna write this shit and that's why i write all that stuff straight emotion based yeah man it's just to keep sane i never give a shit about if anyone's gonna hear it i just do it to keep sane and that's my favorite part about writing music it's just like being in there with my guitar i only have like two guitars i don't even have a drum set a shitty bass and i just make it work and then then i worry about tracking and like getting it out there if i want to but so yeah the writing process is just like fucking all over the place wherever, wherever yeah. you're at in that moment all it's that. it's cool though because it's like it, it, as an outlet it's like this is literally what i'm feeling in this moment yeah and this is what's coming out in this moment uh-huh. versus like you know if you're writing for a record you're like fuck how was i feeling when i had this idea? yeah you know that's what's hard for me because <clears throat> yeah if i start writing for like an ep i'll start to lose interest like three or four songs mm-hmm. in and then i'll be like okay no but i, I want to do the pop punk again or like i want to do whatever yeah so it's all up and down but yeah man that's cool though. I I I wish I had like the like I I feel like I'm stretched so thin all the time that like I don't have time to just sit down and just like be fucking neurotic about music. Yeah, like I'm like I, just <laughs> I do sit have down time. Like, yeah, because <laughs> I've been like a stay at home dad for a while now because because I've had some health issues and like it's worked out or 
my son's mom, you know, goes to school and all that mm-hmm. and uh, living with my parents right now. So I take that as a blessing. Not only do I get to spend all the time with my, my son yeah. and like get to, you know, just hang out with him, but yeah, I have the time to just be fucking neurotic, lock myself in a fucking garage and just like not come out for hours and yeah, and chain smoke. <laughs> That's always a part of it, man. I don't know why. Like, are, you, are you the guy that has a cigarette in his mouth? And yeah, no. I... <laughs> <laughs> or like put the, the cool yeah. rock and roll thing where you put the cigarette on the on edge the, of the guitar. The... <laughs> oh the... my God. My homie used to do that on like, you know, the you either like clip it in the actual like where the strings are yeah. or he'd put it on the fucking... What do you call it? Like when you cut the string and it sticks out. Oh yeah. Oh, he just, just poke on the poke it off. <laughs> I was like, "You're such a fucking scumbag." Like, dude, I I had somebody um, show me like a, a one of their guitars from like they're like this is my strap from the '60s, right? And as soon as he opened the fucking case, this is like one of my like like friend of a friend's dad or something like that mm-hmm. opens the case and it just reeked of fucking tobacco and i was like <laughs> you used to chain smoke while you would like like and he's like yeah and i would just leave him in there so it would just fizzle out yeah. and he'd forget it was there and put it in the case <laughs> and so the fucking whole case was just about like cigarettes and you could see like the the wood was like just dingy yellow from the like tobacco circulating in the case yeah. he's like i was like this guitar rips dude like this thing's sick it's on some kurt cobain <laughs> shit man yeah yeah no i never smoke while writing but <laughs> that's that's my treat is like if i write something i have to like get like at least a minute of it done mm-hmm. and then i go outside put the headphones on listen to it and smoke and play it over and over <laughs> i don't know but so you got your yeah. own then you have your own setup at your place kind of thing kind of mm-hmm. like again most of my friends that like play music even if they don't write or do projects they have way better like setup and equipment than i do mm-hmm. i just work with what i have but so yeah it's a tiny little corner setup but I just and everything's just on my phone, just little like the voice memos. Mm-hmm. That's all my ideas until they're tracked in the studio. Sick. I don't even do garage band or anything like that. Dude, that's that's all that Fuck like it. that's me, man. Like, <laughs> like you would think by now he he'd have figured out like at least a nice little setup. No, he just yeah. sends us shit directly from his phone. He's like, Hey guys, I was driving and I thought of this. And there's this fucking eight minute yeah. voice memo. Do you get those uh, melodies that come out of nowhere and you have to like yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, I was telling I went through I had to delete a bunch of stuff just because I was like I like I'm not gonna use this. Or yeah. like that's not not as cool as I thought it was in the moment. And then other ones are just like me, like so or whatever I'll say down here. I also <laughs> will like I'll have concepts and like I'll be driving and I don't have time to like like type it out in my phone or whatever. Yeah. So then I just voice record myself talking through the idea. Yeah, of like, I do the same shit. <laughs> like from the perspective of this person, and remember that I want to say this, and that it doesn't have to be hopeful. It can be this. This song is just stating what it is. It doesn't have to have resolve. Yeah. And then I'll, and then like so. But anyone who finds this is gonna be like, what, what the, fuck? In the world? <laughs> but you know what you're talking <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah, yeah. I do. The, yeah, I do the same thing. I do the. Uh... Like all the drum sounds, the guitar shit. Sometimes I'm like the guitar will go rare, rare, ding, 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 and the drum will go. It's like all my notes, yeah, voice notes are just like stupid ass, like jun, 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 and then there'll be a fucking. I also do this like, it's like a beatbox, like fucking. What do you call it? Like a subconscious thing that I like didn't notice for a long time. People told me they're like, you always do that when you're writing. And that's how I go with the drum parts. Like, even if I don't like play them, I can have the whole drums. So I'll be like, like yeah. I always do that shit, and like mm-hmm. it drives my dad fucking insane, and like other people. But that's literally how I write the drum parts. Hey, whatever <laughs> works, dude. As as long as you, it helps you fucking yeah. mold shit and get it to. I'm awful with drums, so I just get MIDI packs and throw them into the the sessions. Yeah. But I yeah. I like go on YouTube and I'll like record, like screen record drums 
And then if I need to slow them down or speed them up, then I'll slow them down or speed them up mm. to change <laughs> the tempo. Yeah. Whatever works, man. Uh, I feel very, I feel and like I feel blessed, spoiled, whatever you want to call it. But like when I'm in, when I'm in, like almost every project that I'm in for the most part, like I don't, I I used to like to write. I, I think I, I think there's a part of me that still likes to get a guitar and like write something. But I also I'm at a point now where I just feel like there's people that write cooler stuff and I enjoy. It. I my passion is lyrics yeah. and melodies and so, and I like the challenge of like, oh this is you know, something that's either finished and then being able to like put my ideas over it. Like yeah. I, I like that. But um yeah, all my every project that I'm a part of I feel like they write. And in one of the bands where I try to write for, it's like I don't know. Oh, you're talking about like okay, bringing your ideas to the table. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, I thought you meant in general, like you just hear other people do good shit, and you're like, oh, I'm like, no, you should still write. Oh but, no, 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 oh, no, to like bring it up to your own. Yeah, band, yeah. Like, saying. like for, like for MBR, like I don't, I don't play guitar anymore and yeah. write for that. I haven't done that in years, but I like that. I like having the ideas there and then writing to it. And um, yeah, I don't know, but I, I think at some point, actually, <coughs> no, never mind. <laughs> the, the, at some point, I'll release my own like punk rock thing, but. I feel like we're doing it now. It's funny because with with Easy Out with like this the the new band that we play in, um, I can tell the songs that Mike brought to the table because you can tell that the the guitar parts are stretched for vocals, yeah. right? So like it'll be like one chord and we're playing it way longer than normally we would because Mike has a vocal part here yeah. that he wants to do and it's like okay, <clears throat> yeah, that makes sense. Just want to dance vocally, just dance there. We'll be like, hey, check this part out. Mike wrote this, so it's a little weird. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, man, that's how I got into the scene. <laughs> so for so for, you know, for pit cams, is that something where have you always liked to? Do you always have a camera at shows? Were you that that no. dude? No, <laughs> I'm a pit kid, dude. I've been like ever since I started moshing. I was like, this is fucking like this is my, I don't know what you call it, my therapy, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, man, I've always been into moshing. Like, so I was. What happened? Oh, yeah. I got two. Since the scene picked up again in the mm-hmm. IE, since they had the resurgence and all that. Mm-hmm. So I go into shows and then it was uh, at the Haven. I forgot for who. During Smoked, mm-hmm. I got two concussions back to back, like pretty bad. They were gnarly. Like, I remember I got hit so hard. I like just didn't know what happened. Like I blacked out for a sec, but I was still up. Mm-hmm. And like I had no idea like what was going on. And I, I went into like this weird deja vu episode. Like I legit like had deja vu that lasted like. 10 minutes Dang. i was like i was outside being annoying i was like i've done this i said that yeah i was like oh shit you were right there my friends were like dude what the fuck is going on with you like and they're, they're like, like that's the concussion. yeah they're like you have a concussion and then uh then i sat down for a while and then i couldn't get up anyway it took me like a week to recover i like i couldn't even like walk straight for a while so those two back-to-back concussions i was like dude i'm a dad like i can't be doing this shit anymore so i stopped i i still wanted to go to shows though you know what i mean i was like bored of shit so i went to uh, I forgot who played. I know Marrow was there. That was my first pit cam. The band uh, Marrow from Orange County, I think. Um, them and I forgot who else played. Was it Wrath of the Gods? No, I don't know. But anyway, Marrow was the first pit cam I did because I went there at the Haven and uh, yeah, I couldn't mosh and I was like thinking about it too and like I was still kind of recovering and I was like kind of getting pumped up and I was like, no, I already feel like shaky and like not well. <laughs> so then I just started filming. Like it just literally just happened. It wasn't even like a planned out thing at all. And then when I was filming people moshing, then uh, I already knew about CapCut, like the editing thing, mm-hmm. just to like put music over. I would use that for like, just, you know, personal shit. I would make videos of me and my son and like put like a song over it, you know, a little right. cute, whatever. Yeah. So I was like, oh, why don't I do that with this? So I just started, you know, cutting, splicing, putting together and then got, you know, 
actual song from Mero, put it over, and I was like, oh shit. And I called it a pit cam. Because, oh, shout out to uh, the homie Jan back in the day who originally did the pit cam shit and like the IE. He did that first for, uh, he was at the Grizzly Den a lot. Um, <clears throat> I don't know, back in the day for a lot of bands. But uh, so he kind of did that, but he would do more like, he would like film the bands. It would be one long thing, you know what I mean? Mm. And he would get the audio from mm. when they would record live. You get what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Yeah. So he'd get the audio and put it over. It would be one long video. And he would like go in the pit though and then show the band, then go in the pit. Right. It would go right. close up and stuff. But I did it like an actual editing and put the actual song over. But anyway, oh. so I did get kind of the idea from him. So shout out to him for sure. So, but uh, yeah, that was the first, <clears> that's how it started just out of nowhere. And, and this is, this might be kind of, it's a kind of a weird question. I don't know why. I love it. I love weird clicked, but So... <laughs> For me, I like I've always been into like, you know, when you go to heavy shows, like you're you're a kid, you jump in the pit, whatever, right? Mm. But how how long did it take for you? Because there's definitely people that are more into going to the shows to mosh than other people are. Yeah. Right? So as somebody who was like, yeah, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna fuck some shit up, right? <laughs> like, how long did it take for you to almost learn like? etiquette i, I need to say etiquette. you know what i mean yeah like I, <laughs> yeah because like because we were talking about the tiktok kids earlier yeah. who like they're clueless and you could mm -hmm. see that when they're at these shows but like what you know because i remember yeah. getting knocked out a couple times before i was like oh, okay i figured this out yeah pit yeah. etiquette it's funny it exists but it doesn't but it does yeah but it doesn't. you know what i mean like, it's like a weird yeah. unspoken it depends thing. what scene depends what you know what band what lineup and all that but yeah no for me like so yeah, mainly metalcore and deathcore, like Christian stuff, like I said, back at churches. And so for me, it was more like, it wasn't violent yet. It was mm -hmm. just more like swinging your arms, spinning around, doing some kicks, and that's it. It was like, mosh dancing. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. just hardcore dancing uh, for a long time. I didn't start getting like... Uh, yeah, and I would stay away, too, from like the bigger... <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. I said, I was scared at first. I was like, oh, fuck no. As soon as they'd, <laughs> I'd like go in the back and shit. Yeah, well, grown-ass grown -ass men yeah. when you're like 15, 14 years yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I never got it too bad, but some of my homies got fucked up by those dudes, you know, but I was, I ran fast. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Just, it just kind of like, I feel like things got way more violent, like, and at, like, out of hand in a good way when the resurgence happened. Because, like, people, yeah. like, crowd killing was not a mainstream, like, ass thing, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And now there's, like, I mean, well, I have a page on basically on that shit but i mean like you know what i mean like, like younger tiktok kids and shit like that and they'll try yeah. it too some of like the tiktok kids were talking mm -hmm. about and they'll they'll go in there and they'll like i'm like oh shit damn like props to them because mm. that shit scared me for a bit you know but i don't it was a whole long process it took yeah. me a while but eventually yeah i became the person where i was like dude i like i have to mosh like at every show it's just yeah it's it's funny one of our uh, <laughs> one of our homies um who he's, he's actually been on the on the show ryan foss mm -hmm. um ended up being like fucking mosh warrior back in the day like we like he we, he was just like the the nice kid that would you know come like he played baseball with us and he hung out and got into heavy music and then out of nowhere one day he's like like i go to like a terror show and he's got his fucking black hoodie on and he's and i was like right yeah is that you he's like what's up dog? sweetest <laughs> sweetest dude sweet still to this day yeah. sweetheart you know but, the music's done to me yeah out of nowhere like overnight just fucking mosh warrior dude it was crazy <clears throat> i love it <laughs> this is related but not at all when i think about my my time when i was like in high school and going to shows the same thing i my but for me like punk rock was my thing yeah. so circle pits yeah circle pits and stage diving 
And so, yeah. <laughs> and so, stage dives and high fives, dude. Yeah, I, I would, like I said, I was into punk, but I never liked the scene. I don't do circle pits, like, maybe once in a while, but I fucking hate push pits. Anyway. Yeah. yeah. I, don't like push, I don't like yeah. push pits either. Push but pits are, yeah. circle pits, I would, I'd, I'd be in them from, like, the beginning of the show till the end. And, like, I'm looking back, I'm like, how did I have that cardio? Like, yeah, I was young, but still, like, yeah. I was in there all night. Yeah. Yeah. And now, like, I I can't. Yeah, that's me with hardcore dancing. It's like taking a toll now. You know what I mean? Like, I'm dead after just like one breakdown. But <laughs> yeah, it, but it makes it more special. Yeah. And it's funny because people tell me they're like, "You're super fast, dude." Like, it's the number one compliment I get. I'm like, "Dude, I'm slow now." They're like, "What?" I'm like, "I swear to God, I was yeah. like super fast back yeah. in the day. It was so fast you wouldn't even fucking yeah. see me moving." <laughs> Legit, it wasn't blur. It was kind of ridiculous, but <clears throat> I just yeah. uh, for me, like, I was more uh, like a metal kid, like. Uh, like I didn't start listening to punk until later on, mm. um, so like I just I would rem- remember watching these like fucking metal and metalcore shows and stuff when they do like the the wall of death. Yeah, and I'd be like, "Oh, this is the hardest shit ever!" And then it would be like this stupid ass fucking push pit. Yeah, everybody running <laughs> each other and they're like, slows ah! down, right? yeah. Yeah. yeah, dude. Like, ah, oh, come on, man. Just, yeah. <clears throat> and then I got into the world of like fucking hardcore and stuff, and I was like, oh. Okay. Mm. Okay. This is this is different. This is different. Yeah. It's different. Got knocked out a couple times before I figured out what I was doing. Yeah. It was instantly cool to me. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, there's a lot of people, even people that are into the scene now, that at first, like, yeah, at first I thought it was stupid. Like, I thought it was dumb ninja shit, whatever. I'm like, dude, right when I saw hardcore dancing, like, like Lars Fredrickson says, what does he say? It gave me a boner, but scared me at the same time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, like, dude. Yeah. I, I can't, I feel, you know, it's, I feel the same way as far as like, um, my actually the girl that I was dating at the time got me into hardcore and I remember like I'd been to I'd been to like like I'd, I'd accidentally been to hardcore shows just because like I go see a punk band and then like it'd be like some cool like, strange band that would play and I'd be like oh this is like punk yeah and then it took a while for people to be like no that's like that's hardcore yeah yeah I'm like but it's punk it's fast yeah and then uh but like I feel like I feel like same it's kind of same thing for me as far as the moshing went I've always been like intrigued by it I was always like this is this is cooler than like yeah. pushing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Cause yeah. there's, yeah, dude, I, like be honest, like there's a part of it that is for show. Like I don't give a fuck what anyone says. I do it because it feels fucking amazing. You know what I mean? Right. And I love doing that. And it's just like, it's like fight club with music. You know what I mean? But at the same time, it's also cool to see like other people's style. Like dude, that guy's kicks or that guy's. Yeah. Like, that's why you fucking, yeah. why do you think I did the pit cam shit? People like <laughs> yeah. to see this shit. Even all the people talking shit. You know what I mean? They're like fucking stupid. I'm like, yeah, got your view. You obviously enjoyed watching it. <laughs> there's there's something like crazily athletic to see dudes that are like just. Oh, there's an know, art, dude. Like it's casual yeah, ass sure. spin kicks yeah. and like yeah, like some of those are like fucking gymnast level moves. And yeah, you're like I I, yeah, fuck. I had some homies that like legit did martial arts and they'd be fucking nuts. Like the homie Chris, <laughs> dude. Oh my god, I got a. I told him I, he hasn't been in shows in a long time, but I'm like, dude, come to a show. I need footage of you. Yeah, because he does legit <laughs> martial arts. His kicks are insane. Dude, and he does them in the pit. <laughs> That's what we were talking about. Like we were, we were talking about watching uh, footage from like the Asia shows. Oh yeah, bands that go play like in oh in, in yeah. Asia and like all these kids legitimately know martial arts. Yeah. So when yeah. they're in the pit, it's like the most beautiful, <laughs> beautiful fucking spin kicks, yeah, like, spin kicks, and they're like six feet fucking high, and yeah. you're like, God damn. I've explained that to some homies that like haven't been in the scene in a while. I'm like, dude, in Asia they're killing it. Like they do this martial, they're like, dude, that's racist. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Like, I'm like, I swear to God, not. Like, like, I'm Asian. I can say yeah. this. Like, it's fucking beautiful. Doing, like fucking martial arts, too, but yeah, they're insane too. They fucking, they target you with their kicks. Oh, like, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just look at someone and kick back and just knock someone the fuck out. I'm like, damn, and, they go hard, dude. It, to that, because I've I've noticed that too. But they also know how to dodge them. 
Yeah. But I've, I've noticed, like, for whatever reason, like, these kids are taking, like, serious, serious kicks. Yeah. But then, like, you know, guys are like... Like, <laughs> like they're just used to... Just like, That's their, yeah, dodging of, like, crowd kill. Like, how we yeah. dodge crowd killing, you either do this yeah. or you do the net, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. like... It's it's almost like like your hand eye coordination is is phenomenal to be able to just like yeah. not only am I like in the middle of the pit there's tons of people around me fucking we're all doing spin kicks but not hitting each other and like yeah. being able to dodge and dip dodge dive yeah. type shit you know so it's shit's never me we're athletes dude <laughs> <laughs> I say yeah. we like I've been in the, pit <laughs> the past ten years we're athletes dude. <laughs> yeah. hey. You know, like we said, like I, I think the internet has been cool in the sense of, I feel like it, it, it's been cool to show us other places and how other other places like get down. Yeah, I think it's cool. I feel like it's also taken away a little bit of the specialness because like, yeah. and the, I remember the early parts. Of, sword, yeah, the early parts of touring, it was really cool to see like West Coast was like front to back. That's like mm-hmm. predominantly what it was, and then like as you go in more, more East Coast, it becomes side more to side. side to side. Yeah, you know, or like. Yeah, or even like, or even like, even just the crowd killing is like different now yeah. they do it in different places, and uh, and so, it, but it, I think the internet's cool to show us all, like, all these different spots, but like I feel like it's losing, I feel like it's losing its its specialness. Cause I feel like you see, there's a lot of like East Coast down now and the West Coast. Now. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's all yeah. It's the same concept with like piercings and tattoos. It sounds dumb, but like, like what was it? Kat Von D was on an interview the other day, or I mean, a podcast with mm-hmm. Theo Vaughn. Oh, yeah. yeah, I was watching that and she was talking about like how she was blacking out her sleeves and I literally had just posted about that on my personal. I was like, I don't get, is that a trend? Like, why are people doing that? And someone was like, well, someone said, yeah, if you have like shitty tattoos, it's an easy way to like, <laughs> you know, fucking cover them up or whatever. But a lot of people are doing it because they still want that. They still want to like rebel. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like it, tattoos are just so fucking normal now. Yeah. I remember, dude, like even like having my septum pierced, like it's so weird. When I got this pierced, I was like 17. I did it myself at home. Mm-hmm. Like my my brother used to have hollow point needles from like he worked at an ER and I'd tell him to bring them home for me and I'd pierce myself anyway. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember like everyone was like, "Dude, you look fucking ugly. You look like a bull. You look like, yeah. like I liked that shit. I was mm. like, fuck yeah, I'm pissing people off. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden it just became mainstream. Like all these pop artists have like septum and like again, I'm like half and half. I'm like cool, mm-hmm. but at the same time it's like not special anymore. Yeah. Same with tattoos. I don't know. It's weird, dude. The, it's the that, same concept, though. You know what I mean? Yeah. With like anything that gets big, when your culture or your little thing that was like an underground thing, because mm-hmm. there's nothing like seeing a fucking another hardcore kid. Like back in the day, I like you'd see someone at the mall with mm-hmm. a, a fucking windbreaker of a band you like, and you guys would just look at each other like, we both yeah. know. You know what yeah. I mean? We'd be like, we both do the same shit. And you would just kind of say, what's up? And that's it. And you both knew like, we're part of this underground thing that no one knows about. And it used to be too, like you'd see somebody with like face piercings or, or gauged ears or tattoos and you'd be like, Stretch oh, ears, we right? fucking... Gauged? Sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Dang, I... I'm old, okay? <laughs> um, and, and like, it would be at a point where you'd, you'd see him and you'd be like, Oh, we're into the same shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It, it's not the same anymore. Yeah. It's not the same anymore. Or you hate on him for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> or you talk shit to the person sitting next to you on the couch. You know, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I, I still do that. If I see like anyone come in with any kind of band t shirt, I always I try to make a comment. Yeah. yeah. I, and they always try and check you because you work in a coffee shop, huh? Like, oh, oh yeah. do you listen to punk rock? Yeah. Do you like Blink 182? I, <laughs> I do. I do, in fact, like Blink 182. Um, yeah, I, I had like this really fun moment with this older, I say older dude, but like really close to the same age. But uh, he he's wearing an MXPX t-shirt. You guys have the same color hair. I know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, and so we had like this fun like 
going back and forth like oh yeah like dude yeah mxpx is such a like a special band to bond over you know what i mean yeah because that's like a that's a big turning point for a lot of people for me that was pop punk and like into punk yeah and then also christianity into questioning christianity you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah like that was like they were because they had some heavy shit and then that's why i started getting other stuff so like because i have a blink i mean a mxpx tattoo i was showing him earlier yeah. but that was my first tattoo ever anyway sorry you saying is it the face the broken at your face no it's uh it's uh the album cover for let it happen oh he's cool. on the skateboard yeah the, yeah dude um so mxpx for me was funny it's funny because so I got in, I went from like you know, the Green Day, Offspring, all that <laughs> stuff, and like stuff on the radio. Can't skip Green Day. And then went, and then, you know, found, basically found like Epitaph and Fet Records bands. So I found like No Effects, Strung Out, Gunner Mouth, all these, all these bands. And then, it, then after that is when I found MXPX. Mm. And like, I grew up in a Christian conservative home. And so for me, it was like relieving to finally be able to play music that I could like actually play like yeah. loud in my room. And you could tell your <laughs> and mom, I could be like, like yep. this is a Christian. Yeah, and I'd be like, this is a Christian band. And then like, but then when looking back on it, it's like, how Christian were they? Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. These lyrics aren't really. Yeah. <laughs> Throwing up a thousand. It's like Under Oath was talking about that in an interview. Like technically they never had a bunch of songs about like Christianity. Yeah. It was just about life shit. But, mm-hmm. but yeah. I always loved that distinction where, you know, like these, these bands would come out and they'd be on Christian labels and things like that. Right. And then they'd be like, well, well, we're just, we're just Christian dudes in a band. We're not yeah. like a Christian band. And it's like, that's, guys. I, I, yeah. That's I every tooth and nail band. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Every tooth and nail band. <clears throat> tooth, uh, tooth and nail is a transitional. Yeah. 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 Into atheism. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, all those bands are like not. It's not, even, it's not even. It's not even that they don't play Christian music anymore. They're like not even Christians yeah. anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so let's say all those. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> like you were saying about like, sorry, maybe think. Uh, what you're saying? Oh yeah, about the different like seeing different styles that people do. Mm. I was thinking like, it would be so fucking cool, but I know I wouldn't be able to do it because again, I'm always sick and shit. But to like do a pit cam thing where I travel and like Dude, yeah. to different music scenes Dude, and I yeah. and I talk to them about their culture and whatever and like and each episode I have to mosh with the locals and like Dude. and do my style and then like kind of learn their style <laughs> I, let's do this no one shit. Can, we steal a, that can we start a GoFundMe yeah dude, wait till I'm we don't, have, we don't have great experience yeah. with GoFundMe I'm going through yeah. some health issues <laughs> after the health issues are over though I'm doing the shit no one steal it I'm patenting dude, me, dude right? we will I will we'll help you do dude, it dude that'd be I so fun I'll help sick, you do man. it I mean I'm already making friends like in Europe and shit like that like dude. through PitCam stuff like <clears throat> I just did a what do you call it a collab with uh, Spawn of Disgust cool yeah they hit me up they're fucking dope but um, when you, so when, when you first, like you put that first video out, um, you know, <clears throat> and people were digging it, like what, what was the, what was the video and the turning point where you're like, Oh, this is a thing now. I probably had to pull my phone out and look honestly. Yeah. <laughs> Can I do that? Yeah, yeah. Dude, go for it. Cause I'm thinking, I'm like, cause like what, and, and what was the kind of like the feeling in that moment where you were like, Oh shit. Like this, this is yeah. taking on a new life. I know that like it that. took a while. Cause I had a few friends reach out to me and they were like, dude, this is like big. And like, yeah. and I have like business minded friends, you know what I mean? They're like, bro, yeah. you're going to make like, money. You, you can capitalize. And I told them and they're getting frustrated. I was like, I don't give a shit. Like I'm doing it yeah. just like, I'm not trying to be all like, you know what I mean? Like I'm just, just for the scene. No, really? Like it's just for fun, you know? Yeah. But so it took me a while to like understand how big it was going to be. And I had no idea. And people were like telling me it's an art form and shit. I'm like, all right, relax, <laughs> dude. Like, but, uh, so yeah. <laughs> First it was fucking Marrow, Wrath of the Gods. Oh yeah, then the CDC show at um, CDC and uh, 
fuck who else played these streets at a baseline recipes baseline okay that's when i started like really getting into it and i was like because the first one i was just like doing from a distance you know at baseline and everyone knew each other there too and everyone like wanted to be in the videos eventually because that's where like all the prime my prime videos of like fucking pit cam vids was at baseline, baseline yeah but anyway i could like get in people's faces and like do that and like you know if they hit me i didn't give a shit like obviously it's i'm in your face and stuff it's it's such a cool like dynamic too because it's hey i'm ryan reynolds recently i asked mint mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation they said yes and then when i asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts they said what the f- are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey dave yeah randy since we founded bombas we've always said our socks underwear and t-shirts are super soft any new ideas maybe sublimely soft or disgustingly cozy wait what i got it Bombas, absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Especially like if you look at like videos and like automotive and shit like that, right? Uh-huh. Where you see people like, well, you, like, like, let's say like the Hoonigan videos, right? Like people are drifting and they're getting the camera right up front. Yeah. Like, you know, getting right into the shit. Yeah. It's the same idea. Like we're fucking right here. Yeah. A lot of people are like, dude, you're like in the line of fire. I'm like, that. it makes it easy for me because I'm I'm a pit kid. Yeah. I fucking mosh every fucking like show I go to. So I I hit people like I get hit. I know how to like dodge whatever. And then uh, there is something that makes me feel a tiny bit safer with my phone, even though I know I'm not. (laughs) But like the worst that's happened is like my phone just hits my face or like gets flung out. But so let's see. As long as you're filming right when that hits, them, yeah, like it's the perfect. Oh yeah, I did yeah. a compilation of uh, like my shit I, getting knocked out of my hand. Sick. So what was the one that took off, man? It was fucking. Oh, my first viral video was the. Uh, I put it's all love, and I put the third eye blind, semi charmed life over oh, yeah. people getting decked in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so that was the one I, I started to do. Like, okay, I'm not only gonna do just like just for the bands. I'm mm-hmm. also gonna do like funny Fun. meme type shit. I was like, mm-hmm. you know, I'll make it whatever I want. So I started doing that, and then, then when mine went viral, my fucking. One. the one where i did like the front flip and all that shit and uh yeah then i started to realize i was like okay shit this is actually yeah this big. is like yeah. people are people are picking up on so this. i started getting a few to like a million views the first one to a million views was the oh the stomp one i did like a some dude was a in pomona a homie was playing on the street he was playing like some like jazz shit and i like went up and like stomped oh, yeah. it was like, stupid as fuck yeah moshing everywhere yeah and i just posted just to be like dumb or whatever and that one went to a million views i was like what the fuck like yeah <laughs> And and what like what happens at a million views? Wait, what do you mean? Like does does is it like do you get any sort of incentive or anything, or is it just like oh cool you hit a million? I'm, I'm fucking I I don't get paid a cent. <laughs> like like nothing happens. No, like you could set up your profile to do like what is it for like monetize, yeah it. to monetize it. But the way I looked at it or like when I was reading it is like you have to like you have to post every single day and like plan out and talk to your fans. About, I was like that's not how my videos yeah, are you know yeah. what i mean that's why not a push pit like that that's like the biggest like mosh content like page that we had or whatever but rest in peace push pit that's not a page anymore but um yeah what was i saying 
about the monetizing. Just like monetizing. Oh, yeah. So to me, I was like, yeah, it's too much work. I just want to post like whenever I want to. Yeah. So there's no way for me to make money, but I don't give a shit because it's just like, yeah. it's fun. Maybe there's a way for you to, um, you know, like as this gets bigger, collab with the labels themselves as, as like yeah, rogue maybe. marketing type. Yeah, thing. if I got like a legit camera eventually or something. Yeah. But I, then again, I like, I, I like my phone. I like phone. that it feels it reminds, like, okay, yeah, because yeah. for me, also, yeah, I forgot to mention like the obvious, uh, like the guerrilla war warfare videos, the mm -hmm. fucking like irate and all mm -hmm. that, and all the New York hardcore. So those were the first videos I saw. Like that's what I watched like over and over growing up of like mosh videos. Yeah, mm -hmm. everything else was like a super blurry ass video. You know what I mean? And yeah. like it, some Ben, you could barely see what's going on. But mm -hmm. those videos to me were like, oh shit. So of course, like you know, that's one of the inspirations or whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. I, I, saying, I love that. I love. I do. I, I was so content just doing Instagram lives and just sharing on there. And then this guy's like, do a podcast. So. I, I'm telling you for, for, for forever. I was telling Mike, like even cause I used to do a pop culture podcast back in the day. We do movie reviews, comic books and mm -hmm. stuff. And that was like kind of Mike's wheelhouse too. And be like, dog, like come get on the show. Like let's talk comic books. I ran into him at a comic con. I was working and you were there and I was like, <laughs> was Mike to be Mike. What the fuck, man? <laughs> like, um, I don't want anyone to know the side of me. Yeah. <laughs> you wrote a song about Wolverine. Three songs. <laughs> For sure. You know, and so I'm like, this is like, this is your wheelhouse. And he's just like, ah, no. Three songs. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I just, I love the simplicity. I get during, during the, during the pandemic, you know, nothing to do. So I just go live. Okay. And then it was just fun to go on there and just like talk with people and like have them, you know, chime in and share what they're going through and how they're going, handling the pandemic and stuff. And Mike's like, that's a punk. Yeah, it's like basically doing podcasts. Yeah, dude, a lot of shit came out of that pandemic. A lot of blessings in disguise, if you will. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Am I, 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 you know, I feel like I'm not the only one who predicted this, but it's like we're gone, we're gone so long that I was just like, it's gonna be like the, like the hippie era, like age of love, where everyone's gonna like go overboard. And then I was thinking for music, I was just like, I didn't think it'd become like, like, like the violence. But at the same time, it's like, oh, it makes sense. Yeah. Everybody was like trapped in their homes and like, <laughs> yeah. now they get to yeah. unleash it. But it's also, everyone's just kind of down. Yeah. It's like, dude, yeah. I welcome this. I welcome this human contact. I'd rather be hit in the face than be sitting by myself at home. Yeah. Like just yeah. reality. I feel, like, I feel like that was the attitude for everyone when they, came, when they went out. Definitely. That was the attitude for me. Because <laughs> I'd yeah, I was out of the scene for like three, four years, something like that. Because I, I had my kid. And then I had to sober up and I went through all that shit. Mm -hmm. So I just like had to stay away from everything for a while. Cause yeah, I 90% of shows I've been to been to throughout my life. Like I've been on something, you know what I mean? Like yeah. never sober. Like I was always drunk or like on something, but uh, yeah, same thing. <clears throat> the shows came back and then I saw how rowdy they were getting. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah. And I wasn't like, it was weird. It's just so weird to be called an old head too. That trips me the <laughs> fuck out. Cause like I'm 31. So yeah. like to me, I'm like, no, I'm not. But then I'm like, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's weird. Yeah, yeah. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> but the younger kids have balls, man. Like they get down, you know. Like at the age like, that I was scared and I barely started crowd killing, they're just like all out. I'm like, fuck yeah. Yeah. I, I bet. I bet if you look back and you you see yourself for that, you probably look like you had no fear, yeah. even though you're probably like screaming inside. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> True. I'm I'm scared now, and I look back and I'm like, fuck, I was probably. <laughs> it just that, that you, were too, you were obvious back then. Yeah. It was just like it was too high back then. <laughs> and like actually, like me and Mike, even just yesterday, we had this conversation with, with uh, 
with with Steve, um, our drummer, and it was kind of like saying like, dude, back then, like ten years ago, fifteen years ago, or whatever. Like I just remember being in that headspace where I was like, I want all these people around here to like me. Mm-hmm. So I need to do whatever it takes to get make sure that these people like me. And then now I'm in a place where I'm like, I don't give a <laughs> fuck. Yeah. Like if how any of you feel about me, like it is, it just it is what it is, you know? Yeah. Um, but I think like me then younger, younger me would be like, I have to mosh that way. People take me seriously. Mm. I have to get in the pit so people know that I'm about this shit, you know? Yeah. And it's like, I feel you on that. Like there were some older heads back in the day when I was young that I was cool with through like, what do you call it? Through like someone else through uh like acquaintances. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like mutual. Yeah. So they, they thought my friends were like dumbasses and like, mm-hmm. you know, lose They wanted to like punk on them and shit like that, yeah. but they were like cool with me. So that always like, I don't know, kind of helped a little bit with like my confidence, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cause yeah, I was out of my friend group. I was like part of the smaller percentage that was doing ballsier shit like around that time. But cause I felt safer. You know what I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm not getting my ass kicked as much, but I don't know. Yeah. Well, do we want to do? We we had some we had some questions that came in. Do you want to do questions or want to do the? Let's do questions and then we'll and then we'll do the. We'll I got questions. Hell yeah. <laughs> or Michael, do you want to read them? You have better better reading voice than I do. Oh, let's see. Read it in the Filipino voice. Yeah. Okay, we have to. Uh, <laughs> we have to. Disclaimer: uh, Mike is Filipino. So he's not Mexican. Yeah. Making doing the Filipino yeah. voice. I know you guys think I'm gonna speak Spanish right now, but pero like I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So for you, uh, what's your favorite venue? Oh man, like ever that existed or like now? Just in, I guess like, I'll answer both. Ever. Uh, yeah. Like, uh, how about this? If you had a chance to see a band that you love, where would you see it? See, that's hard. If it was heavy, heavy shit, like, I love DIY shit for beatdown, right? Mm-hmm. If it's going to be beatdown, I know it's going to be violent. I, I know I'm going to be beating the shit out of people, getting fucking shit beaten out of me. Mm-hmm. It's got to be DIY. So, like, if I saw Spawn and Disgust, that's, like, one of my favorite beatdown bands. Mm-hmm. Never seen them. It would have to be in some place where we can get wild, like, baseline type shit. Mm-hmm. But if it was, like, I don't know. Like, if I could see No Doubt get back together, that's, like, one of my favorite bands growing up, or, like, Green Day or something like that, I would want to see them at Chain. You know what I mean? Like, that wouldn't be, like, so much a place I'd go to see a band to, like, crowd kill and go crazy. That would be more, like, an intimate experience. So, yeah, Chain Reactions, huge for me growing up. Um, Glass House, Mm -hmm. I saw a bunch of good bands there. Like, I don't know, man. It depends for what. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's, like... Yeah, Glasshouse, um, Chain Reaction. Honestly, Baseline was fucking dope. Just like, I love I people commenting saying it looks like a, a Kaiser Permanente. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, just the vibe was cool. You know what I mean? Like, everyone's cool there, but yeah. that's hard, man. Yeah, I have a lot of different favorite venues. But the sm- more intimate, though, for me, the better, yeah. I'd say, overall. Sick. So, yeah, probably Chain. Okay. Um, I'll. So that was from Ty. Also from Ty. Uh, what's your uh, top five current bands right now? That's probably a tough one. Yeah, no, this is hard. Not because there's... there. I mean, <laughs> there are so many good bands out right now. Mm-hmm. But legit, I like... I don't listen to a lot of music. I like listen to like... Not only the same shit over and over again, but like every style of music I listen to, I listen like a little bit and like that's it for me. You know yeah. what I mean? You find I what get, you like. I get overwhelmed like... 
like I love pop punk, but after a while, every fucking pop punk band sounded the same. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, and I was just like, everyone would show me. I'm like, they're good. They're solid, but there's no like hook. They're not like their melodies aren't catchy. I don't know. Mm-hmm. So I don't really follow too many like newer bands right now. Mm-hmm. I guess I just give shout out to like the homies bands and the IE. Like I've been going to Wrath of God shows. Uh, of course, Smoked is still, you know, killing it. Homies in 97 Minutes. I don't know. Just all the local homies, yeah, I guess. Yeah. That's hard to say. Because, yeah, anyth- anything that I'm, like, super into listening to, like, over and over again is mm-hmm. the same shit I listened to, like, 10 years ago. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so, yeah. Um. Okay. And then what's I suck your... at answering questions, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> what's your process uh, if you're helping people write songs? Ooh. Um. Well, like we talked about before, <clears throat> same thing. I'll just be in my garage. You know what I mean? Like, like if Justin, Justin from Low Love and Destruction Making, bass player, my best friend, known him forever, he's the number one person I like, communicate about. He's in all my projects too. Anything I have, if I want to play live, he's there on bass. Yeah. Like he's just like, like on standby. Mm-hmm. But for him, like for Low Love and Destruction McKing, he'll literally just like, tell me if they're even thinking about writing something. Like when they told me about the comeback for Doak, mm-hmm. I was like, oh shit. And like literally as he was telling me it, I was like, okay, well, if you guys need music. And he was like, yeah, we'll let you know. We might, you know, want some help writing some whatever. Literally right after he texted me that, it was like like 12 or whatever at night. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, for sure. Went straight to my garage and started writing. <laughs> I literally, and I wrote like some of the shit that they're going to release soon or whatever. I wrote like most of it like that night. Because I was so stoked on it and like I just got in the mood. Yeah, dude. That's how it is with anything. If I ever help someone write or I write for myself. But yeah, if I help someone else write, especially like I'll start immediately. (laughs) And there's like not there's less stress. You know what I mean? Like I don't have to. I don't know. But well, uh, speaking of Justin, he wants to know why did you eat his donut in New York? (laughs) Oh, shit, man. (laughs) (sighs) We got in a serious fight over that. Legit. Legit. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, now there's a video. It's on the webisode that we did, and like it's hilarious because we get in this like awkward like wrestling thing over it. But well, I mean, it wouldn't be that far fetched with how broke everyone is on tour. Yeah, you know? I, I ate his peak donut because he wouldn't let me have his his peak pink donut. That's so. So you took it. Wait, what? <laughs> so I took it. Yeah. This this was code. That was those are code words. Yeah. You know, if you know, you know. Um. Uh, our boy Chris wants to know. Actually, he has a bunch of questions in here. Wants to know what's the craziest time that you got hit, kicked, or kissed while you were filming? <laughs> kissed? <laughs> that hasn't happened yet, but guys, guys, <laughs> next show. Challenge accepted. Yeah, the <clears throat> toughest dude, the biggest dude with the face tats. Please kiss me. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> you just see these big dudes running towards you. <laughs> I'm for it, man. Dude. Hey, kiss cam. We could do that too. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I don't know, dude. I've gotten a few concussions before, but I think I think the gnarliest actually. Well, yeah, besides the smoke show I was talking about when I got fucked up, there, there, he said when I got hit. Right? Yeah, yeah, okay. The glass house. I saw four years strong, and like you know, it's a fucking what do you call it? What's that style called? Like easy core. Yeah, easy core. So like, there's hardcore kids there moshing and shit. Dude, I took a couple knees to the head during yeah. uh, for your strong, just because everybody's well, trying to like fucking dive on top of each other. I was just like, there was enough space for people to mosh and shit like that, but it's like dark in there, and so I'm like, I forgot why I'm going outside, but I'm like crossing like the the end of the pit, like the like the back part of mm-hmm. it, and I didn't know some dude just swung and he just got me out of nowhere and like right here, and then my feet went from under me, hit my head, didn't knock out, but that was a really bad concussion. Did this whole deja vu thing again. Was like really confused. 
But uh, yeah, same thing happened. Actually, I went outside again. And thought I had deja vu. What the fuck is it with like? <laughs> I don't you're, know what happened. You're getting but, knocked into different dude. Timelines. Legit, yeah. like, I, I do like a multi-dimensional like dude. trip, dude. Anyway, but uh, yeah, it was a four-year strong show. <clears throat> and by the way, those are the fucking hardest hits to take. Besides yeah. kicks, like if you do a really hard kick. I can take fucking punch, like getting punched and like crowd killed or like hit, like whatever, like all day. But swinging that back, elbow. there's oh, so much momentum yeah. into one of these, like mm-hmm. not not even elbow, but just like straight fucking. Yeah. Those have like floored me, and I've fucked up people with those too before. Yeah. Like I've hit, I'm just like, oh shit, like. So yeah. Well, this is not a question, but have, well, do you remember a time where you hit somebody and you're like, oh fuck, like I, yeah. I hit this person so hard. <laughs> well, <laughs> actually, a baseline, my homie. uh Ian, I was just like crowd killing, but like I do, because I, I don't have that much torque. Like I'm a scrawny ass yeah. dude, so I can go pretty hard, and it feels good for me. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I, I hit him, and after he was like, "Dude, you hit me really hard." He doesn't bitch. He like crowd kills all the time. Yeah. Like it's it. He's like, "You hit me really hard." I was like, "You okay?" He's like, "Yeah, just my fucking head hurts." And like he kept talking about. It. I was like, "Oh my bad." You're like, are you having that- deja vu? <laughs> <laughs> are you having deja vu? Yeah. Do you feel like we've do been you know here before? <laughs> Please tell me I'm not the only one. No, that, that was kind of yeah, that was a more recent one. But uh, oh, homegirl Sarah, back in the day, recipe Sarah. She was a fucking badass man. She went fuck it. She was one of the first. Cause I'm not being sexist or anything, but back in the day there wasn't a lot of girls in the yeah, day. It, it just just yes. wasn't. You know what I mean? Yeah. Not that we were saying there couldn't be. There's just a lot yeah. of girls didn't mosh. But uh, Sarah and uh, my friend Jazz, shout out to her too. They were fucking nuts. But um. Yeah, I hit her at the glass house like really hard. And then she got hit intentionally. Like, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it was one of those back swings, man. I got her good and she fell down. I was like, oh fuck. Like I thought she was dead. And then she got up and she was just like, I'm cool, I'm cool. And she like and just before I like actually met her, yeah. like made friends with her. And she like pushed me. She's like, I'm fine. I was like, oh shit. All right. <laughs> and she got hit again by my friend Sergio later. And then same thing, she got up. She's like, fuck you. Like, like damn, what are you doing with yeah. her? So that was when I was like, yeah. oh my God. But yeah, she was a badass. <clears throat> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh what are your personal, I, th- I think we kind of talked about this earlier, but your personal thoughts on old school punk pits versus the new age metal pits? <laughs> they both suck. They both <laughs> always have. <laughs> no. Um, yeah. No, I've never been a fan of any kind of metal or punk pit. Honestly, I don't like yeah. push pitting. I don't like wall of death. I don't like, I'll circle pit once in a while. If it's like a, again, like wrath of gods has like, like a lot of circle pits, yeah. you know, I'll do it just kind of like, if I know a breakdown, just to build up, momentum, you know what I mean. To, yeah. Just kind of like, and it's like still kind of a joke, but at the same time, just getting pumped up because I know a breakdown's coming up, and then I'll start moshing whatever. But anyway, um, yeah, man, never been a fan of either of those. And when it mixes with hardcore, I don't believe in bullying people and like you know yeah. giving them an ass beating. But at the same time, like, how about you don't do that? <laughs> Especially beat down shows, dude. Like when it's all the homies and we just want to get violent and there's a bunch of like 14 year old TikTok kids on the side mm-hmm. that's why I did that last like joke video I meme thing I posted mm-hmm. that bums me out man yeah. it kills your vibe if you're going back and forth I want to like go fucking ape shit for like uh, first degree or you know all the homies bands and then I'm going to the side and all of a sudden I'll look and it's just a bunch of like 14 year old kids or girls I'm just like ah yeah, uh, like I don't know. It, yeah. I, I feel like it's almost not wrong to just be like, hey, maybe don't don't say anything. No, yeah. ser- I just don't be here. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like I've wanted to do that, like tell people like, hey, we're gonna go like kind of crazy. Do you think you can like kind of go in the back because mm-hmm. we're gonna hit each other? But then I don't know. I feel like there's some like fuck you or something. I don't know. At that point in time, but then it's like that's like well, that's that. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sign the waiver on that one. Uh, 
Um, oh, oh, so yeah, well, sorry to whoever posted that. If you were like looking forward to like, well, my favorite. Well. As, as our, as Chris. Yeah. Also, so push pits to me are dangerous because like a lot of times you get pushed in the back yeah. and you get and then then now you got now you're flying into someone. Yeah. You know. Whereas like they're more unpredictable, yeah. honestly, because like like crowd killing you can see coming usually, yep. moshing you can see coming. Yeah. That's one thing. It's annoying. I've been in a push pit. I'm like fuck, stop. Yeah. Like, fuck. <laughs> it's so and you're trying to get out and then you fucking and fall then, and then and you look like a yeah, bitch. And yeah. Yeah, dude. And, and I, then you get in one of those yeah, weird posts. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Bro, you feel and look like a bitch. And in my mind, I have to tell someone like, if they only knew how I crowd killed. Yeah. If they knew how I scene was. Kill you. Yeah, like, if you guys came to one of my shows, they're not one of those guys. Yeah. If you did that here, fucking <laughs> Jesus Christ. I've, I've become what I've always hated. Oh man. <laughs> I get, that's not, that's, it's funny. Yeah, sometimes I get mad it's like if I get pushed. Yeah. Yeah. Like, well, if it starts without you like even knowing, like yeah. Newfound Glory, I've seen them and like a push. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? I'm yeah. trying to like. The, the, I've been in some situations where like somebody will just push everybody apart, and then you're yeah, like, all right, push whatever. Yeah. Space, fine. Cri- yeah. Like I, great. I can, yeah. I can be. I can understand. Opening that. okay. it up. That's cool. Yeah. But, but yeah, if we're just. <laughs> I think just I'm telling down. you that fucking the metalcore wall of death thing. It just. <sighs> like oh fuck yeah, just, and then and then when they meet in the middle, it's like. <sighs> I know, it's cute. It's a cute thing. <laughs> I'm going to get a snack and be weird right now. <laughs> um, all right, let's see. From Chris also, Protein. more comments than anything. Who's Chris? Uh, one of our homies. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, why does it look like hardcore piss look like people swooshing away bees? Swooshing away bees. <laughs> I think it depends what kind of pit, man. Yeah. Because I, <laughs> I think if you're slow... And not that crazy in the pit. Maybe it looks like you're swooshing away, like some like you know what I mean. Not to talk shit, but it's kind of yeah. like, eh, 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 eh. but yeah, dude, go fucking hard so people don't think you're looking at swapping bees. How's to say congrats on keeping the, this podcast going? Never stop. Much love. Thanks, man. Thank you, man. 112 episodes somehow. 112. I remember being One's like, if we, get, if we can, if we do three, then we know we should probably keep going. <laughs> And the last question, what was your most memorable show? Most memorable show. <clears throat> so I'm assuming heavy. Um, what's that show that I mean, fucking any, stands any, out, dude? Any show. Um, that's hard, man. Not only is it hard, but I'm also like super ADHD and have a terrible memory from doing drugs. So I'm mm. like, I'm trying to think of shows right now. <laughs> <clears throat> You know, one that comes to mind is um, actual transition into more like hardcore bands. If you really want to like split hairs and be like more traditional hardcore or whatever. Mm. Um, so I was going to deathcore shows at the Glass House. I remember it was a uh, backtrack, expire, and minus. We're playing at a uh, Aladdin Junior uh, or yeah. now the uh, Haven. Yeah, yeah. And I remember I had no idea that venue was even there. Like I just knew it was like a, a restaurant or whatever. Mm. And so like in between, like I would go outside. And uh, yeah, I saw some homies there and then I just saw them outside. I was like, well, who's playing here? Like, it's like heavy shit, but it just noticeably like sounded different. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Than like death core fucking that one chord. Everyone plays that. Yeah. It was like still energetic and all that. And I had never really gotten into that type of hardcore. So that was like kind of a big, like not transition, but like a big door that got open for mm-hmm. me. You know what I mean? So that was super cool. And I got into that show for free. So, and then I ditched the glass house show cause I was like, this is cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And uh, the lights were all on and people were just like, I don't know. It was fucking cool. Dang, that was a dope show. Especially for it to be expired. Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. So. I, I, expired minus played 
there together. I think Backtrack was at that same show, or it might have been a different show. But either way, they've played there, and I've been to. I've mm-hmm. seen all of them there. But yeah. well, shit. Let's jump into our mental health check. Mental health check. Sweet. Mental health checks. We like to check in weekly, see where we're at mentally. Uh, that way, if things are going well, what's going on is helping us. And if we're not doing so hot, maybe what's going on, and or maybe what are we neglecting to do that would normally keep us in a good place. Who wants to go first? I'll go first. I guess. Oh, my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, I've 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 felt good this week. I we took a break last week. We took a little mental health break uh, for for a week. Um, nobody noticed. Fine. <laughs> um, no. So at, at the beginning of the week, I was like, I just, I don't know if I'd just been once again burning the candle at both ends or whatever. But we had like this super busy week slated where it was like we had the podcast Monday, uh, re- like practice Tuesday, recording Wednesday, Thursday. Like I was supposed to write with the Torture Culture Boys, and then like Friday was going to be the only day that we really had just to chill. Mm-hmm. So like work, and then all that at night, <clears throat> and Monday rolled around, and I was just like. I like I'd gotten sick and then I got over it and then I just felt like I was getting sick again and I just felt like garbage. So I hit up Mike and I was like, Hey man, are you, are you guys down to just like skip this week so we can chill? And I, was like, like, I felt like shit too. Like, it's fine. Like, thank God. <laughs> and then that, that turned into like pretty much all of last week, everything kind of just like either got rescheduled or canceled. And I got to just have a week at home where I was just like relaxed, like I'd work and then just relax. And, and it was kind of nice to reset. Um, and have all that kind of level out. And then um, all that kind of led up to uh, we we jammed, like, you know, we've been working on this, this skate punk project for, I mean, for me, I've been involved for like the past year or so, but <laughs> for Mike, it's been a couple years in the making. <laughs> yeah. um, and then like we had our first uh, like full band, let's get together and play through these songs and jam. And it went, oh, yeah. you know, like way better than I, I was uh, expecting well, well. it to. Um, so it was cool to all be in the same room and, and actually like, you know, play these songs together and like fucking, it felt, it felt good. Um, so yeah, I've just been kind of on a like nice little, got to chill, got to relax and then right back to business. So cool. Good. Good. Right. Yeah. Jason, where you, where you at? I take it one motherfucking day at a time. So today's cool. And that's all I care about right now. (laughs) It's been a, I don't know, been an up and down past past few weeks, but uh, yeah, man, I don't know, I can go on, see, it's hard to like, I can go on about this subject for like yeah. a long time of like what helps me and what doesn't and all that, but in general for me, it's like, uh, I'm in recovery, so mm-hmm. like I go to AA and stuff like that, and that was like the missing component for all my mental health issues, because mm-hmm. like, I never thought I would say this, but like spirituality because mm-hmm. again i was raised in the you know christian home and all that super mm-hmm. c- christian conservative straight away from that mm-hmm. still don't like religion personally mm-hmm. i don't yeah. go to church i don't care about the bible and all that mm-hmm. but there's something about aa that like being fed spiritually like that and just just the fact that i'm surrendering my issues to a, a higher power because your higher power in the aa they say it could be anything you know what i mean like right. as you understand it could be a fucking tree if that gets you sober like mm-hmm. so for me honestly like yeah, she's just, I don't know. Shit's been a lot better since I've just been going to meetings. Like, And and do you have a sponsor? Uh, I don't because I've been sober for a long time and I'm like not going to go back to it. But mm-hmm. or I do technically have a sponsor, but we haven't like been meeting that often, right. like where mm-hmm. we actually like work anything. 
so it's more just the 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 meetings themselves yeah the meetings themselves and like we do book studies in there so i'm you know i'm going through the book and all that but i I haven't done like everything top to bottom yet and all that and through all the steps but still i've been going for a few years actually but that was last component and that's really important for me and i never thought i would say that but therapy like worked you know what i mean Mm -hmm. to a certain extent but then i would still be empty like in between every week that i would go to therapy it'd be like okay then i would dip down again then i'd be like oh i went to therapy but then do it Mm -hmm. the last thing to fill in the cracks was spirituality and recovery it's crazy but yeah so i just keep that up and as long as that you know is in order then everything else kind of falls in line no matter how shitty it is how bad it is it's not unbearable you know yeah i could still take it on even if it fucks me up but you know i get back up do you so i know i know music obviously and writing a big big helpful help big help in uh it's almost a necessity because i don't do it like i don't go i, I don't feel good i'm gonna write music it just happens, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, I'm losing my mind. I don't know what to do. Sometimes I can't write music when I'm losing my mind. And other times I just end up in the garage and I'm just going crazy. But sorry. Anyways. <laughs> no, I, I, was, I was also going to ask, um, if you don't mind sharing, just like, just because I, you know, I know I have some friends that are, that are uh, on the line of like wanting to get help. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they're having a hard time because they don't either one. I feel like there's a lot of mistrust. They think they don't. Like it's not going to help them or they feel like it's like a lot of it fear with their lives. Yeah. I feel like a lot of it is like they have too much going on in their life that they don't want to, they don't feel like they have time for it. Like what what would you say to someone who just feels like I don't have time for this, even though I know I need help, you know, what does it say? Substance abuse. Yeah. What would you say to someone who is like, I don't have time for it. Wait, you're specifically talking about uh, recovering from substance abuse you're saying? That I, they don't have time to like, like like that's something I've been I've been getting when people like share because like mm-hmm. they'll share the struggles and I'm like you should, you should get get help go yeah. you know and then they're like yeah I want to I'm going to just right now it's just like my life's just too crazy it's so hard because I'm a very like empathetic like compassionate person I'm very uh <clears throat> sensitive and like what's the word like I talk to people about things, I approach them like non-aggressively or whatever, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's the one thing that I needed from recovery is like a kick in the ass. Like mm. people are kind of aggressive, but in a good way, you know what I mean? They're, they're there for you that they have your back and stuff, but they are kind of like, dude, you need to get your shit like together. And one of the biggest that, things, that tough love. Yeah. The tough yeah. love. You know what I mean? I didn't really like have that growing up. Like I was raised by mainly like women. So, mm-hmm. um, what do you call it? So it is true. Like if you're not, no one can get you sober, but you, right. so that's the hardest thing is like, to try to convince someone. I don't preach to anyone, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But people just see how I'm doing and people have been reaching out to me because they, they saw how bad I was. They used to do shit with me, you know what I mean? Like we were yeah. we were on the streets of Pomona like doing drugs together and doing stupid shit together. And they're like, bro, like I see how good you're doing with your son and blah, blah, blah. And it sucks, but you, you can't really convince someone. I mean, just to answer that question, like if you have the time to drink and do drugs, you got time to try to recover, you know what right. I mean? Yeah. And also... Going to AA is nothing like you might think it would be. You know what I mean? That's yeah. a big thing. For me, it like for me it was my mom told me if you don't go, you're out of the house. Mm. And so I was like, fuck. You know what I mean? I was like, it's gonna be another church thing, blah blah. Mm-hmm. I go there and everyone's saying like fuck and God in the same sentence. And I was like, oh wait, what? Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. um <clears throat> people are roasting each other. We go on Tuesdays, it's called Mad Dog Madness, and like literally there's crosstalk. If someone's sharing, like someone could talk about like fucking Oding on heroin. They're like you fucking idiot like it's hilarious dude like but it's all love no i know it sounds terrible but like it's a community you know what i mean it's like yeah. it's nothing like you would think everyone's so real and raw mm-hmm. and that's the part like about religion that i didn't like it was seemed disingenuous you know mm-hmm. what i mean 
it's just real. No one's fucking putting on a front. Everyone's just up front and like real with their problems and stuff. But uh, yeah, man. So if any of your friends want to like catch a meeting, literally just look up meetings near me. You know, mm-hmm. I would say even if your problem is just drugs, maybe try an AA first. Some people don't really like NA, but uh, either way, look up a meeting, man. Try it. You never know. You, <laughs> you try. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was one of those people, trust me, there was no way you could convince me to do that. And then my mom was like, hey, unless you're out of the fucking house. Yeah. But it completely changed my life. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, Mike, where are you at? Yeah. Uh, I've, I'm doing well, man. I feel like uh, I've been, the first time in my life, I've been going to the gym kind of consistently. He didn't try to get me to go to the gym with him for, for years. But he also lives about 30 minutes or 20 minutes from me. I also had a gym in my house for a long time. But then, like, that, that would have cut into, like, our, like, pizza time. <laughs> and then our, like, our, you YouTube, know what? I did, our YouTube video I watching. I did start gaining a lot of weight when I started hanging out with you more again. Don't play. Don't. Don't. Don't do You know, that. I, I, uh, do I was, like, you know, I was fit. And then you started coming around and. He laughs. Have you know. seen that video of the of the like are they brothers or something like that, that started like a YouTube eating channel and then like however many years later they're like having breakdowns because they're like I'm fat because of you. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta find it. I'll show you, but yeah, that's this dynamic. Right? That's, that's, that's yeah. what this is. I was chiseled. Well. <laughs> now it's just I was doing pretty well before the pandemic. <laughs> <laughs> I had way back when. Uh, um, no, but no, I feel, I feel like, uh, I feel like I've been good. Um, you know, wedding stuff is starting to ramp up and that's, that's exciting. It's so fast. So fast. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, we, we, there's a lot that we, we've, we got, uh, we have taken care of and stuff. So it's, it's been, it's been good. I feel like it's gonna, I feel like it's gonna be fine. And is it? <laughs> <laughs> Go so fast. <laughs> yeah, no, it's gonna be good. It's funny, even your, uh, you know, we saw your mom this weekend, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm going on this trip, you know, whatever." She's telling us about her trip. And she's like, and then Mike springs this wedding on me, and I was like, "Yeah, he did that to us too." Oh, so you are getting married? <laughs> yeah, I'm getting married. In April. Oh, okay. Did in like two weeks. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> two months. Oh yeah, man. Congrats. <clears throat> Thank you. But um, yeah. So like, I like first time ever, like going to the gym consistently. Is that just because you want to fit into a tux? No, dude. Honestly, like... <laughs> you just want to the most, the most old man thing, dude. The sauna. I discovered saunas. <laughs> okay. Dude, I don't know what it is about sweating and not having to do anything. I think that's what I love the most about it. It's like, I don't have to do, I'm not going to do shit. I'm sweating. Like, for me, like, I've always been... Is that even a part of the gym? Does that really even... There's one. I mean, I'm sure they're not. What, I don't know what saunas are for, honestly. I don't even it's, it's, that's all it's sweat for. it out. Just really sweat. Is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but like, so I don't know why, like sweating for me, like if I, any sport I played, even baseball, baseball is like not a sport where you like, it doesn't come, like when people think about it, it's not a sweating sport. But like for me, I always felt like, I felt good if I could sweat in baseball. Yeah. Basketball, I sweat just once down the court. Yeah. Uh, but like for anyone, like, I always start my set with like a windbreaker or a hoodie. And it's because I want to sweat. Mm-hmm. I, w- I want that to, to, to get me going 
when I go on stage. Like I'm, I'm in it trying to get like work up a sweat before I even get on stage. Is that like a, like a mental thing? Like, a, because yeah, you, anyone that <clears throat> works out or does something, you get that like runner's high or that you mm-hmm. don't work out high or whatever, but the sweating itself, or is it more just like the fact that you know you're sweating, like gets you pumped up? I don't know. I think, think it's an actual chemical thing. <laughs> I think it might be. I think for me, it just, it goes into like, for me when I'm like, if I'm sweating, I'm warm. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And I feel like I'm ready. Okay. That makes sense. I feel like, I don't know. Sure. But, uh, anyways, <laughs> so all I have to say is I can, I'll go and like. Is that why you come out of the bathroom all sweaty before you? <laughs> <laughs> I make sure I do work in there. <laughs> I'm all sweaty. Just violently warming up in yeah. the bathroom. Watching cops on this phone. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, so, so it's been, it's funny because like, because I, because I like, I like the sauna so much. I can get in there and. I, I'm in I'm just sitting there and I dripping sweat well yeah love it I don't even know that the hoodie dude I, but what's well, funny activity, I support it yeah and it's like because I want to do that I like make myself work out so that my reward is I get to go to the sauna afterwards <laughs> it's like a reward yeah so damn I should do that my reward's always a cigarette after I do something even where I just started working out by the way which like I just started doing just like calisthenics and all that, <clears throat> which another thing was always stupid to me when people were like, you just need to work out, drink more water and get good sleep. And I was like, fuck you. That won't help and my depression. Literally it literally helps. The, yeah. The key to life. <laughs> ever, yeah. Uh, all the but, things I'm bad at. <laughs> mm-hmm. but yeah. I forgot what we're talking about, but yeah. Dude, we, we put like, I think I feel like everybody, everyone all like it hit everyone. Uh, it was a, it was like a, a meme or a post that we had put in one of our group chats and it was like going to bed late what was it do you know what I'm talking about Mike it's like those are your other friends oh, no whatever you, cause, you, cause, you, cause you responded you're like you're like fuck that's me it's like there's things going on in my life that I can't control during the day and it's like me staying at night is like me choosing to like take control oh, of an yeah, area yeah. of my life yeah Something like that. I was like, dang, that's me. Hit hard. Yeah. <clears throat> Although dude, I I can go I can go to bed. I can go to bed early. But I can't. I feel like that's just like a pattern I see with most adults like my age and my generation. It's like it's all <laughs> grow up in a Christian conservative home, then become atheist, then do all this shit then start to kind of come back to it and find some spirituality and think there might be whatever <laughs> you figure out working out, you know, yeah. not all, doing all, drugs. All the shit we sleeping. were told. Yeah, literally yeah. just everything. And you're kind of like, okay, there's a lot of truth to this shit. Yeah. We were just told in a way we didn't like maybe, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what it is. It was the way that it was presented. Yes. And that's so crazy because like for me, for my child, if I can say it in a way that he'll understand and he'll like grasp, then that could probably prevent a bunch of shit. You know what yeah. I mean? Him oh, going yeah. through all the shit I went through. It's like, that's so important and so ridiculous, though, to look be like, I wasted a whole years of my life because I don't like the way I was told. Mm-hmm. But, you, you know, if you're a teenager, you just you won't get through your head. But yeah. And it's also like, I think having like being, you know, if you're like, if you're lucky or blessed enough to have like good supportive people in, in, outside of your parents, because like, yeah, I think obviously parents, they gave us great advice. My parents gave me excellent advice, Yeah. but I don't know what it is just because they're my parents. I'm just like a rebellious little kid. Like I had a hard time whenever they give me they give me gold and yeah. I was just like nah yeah. <laughs> it's nah. It, you just wanted to exercise your right to say no yeah, yeah. 
Pennsylvania. I think it was something I learned later on too. Like, um, like I hated school. Like I hated all that shit. Same. But then, Especially I like love learning stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. I liked learning how to do things yeah. or figure out how to do things. And it was like, it came down to like. Oh, it's because you telling me I need to know this mm-hmm. that I don't want to do it. Right. But if it's something that I want to learn on my own, I'm all for knowledge, yeah. right? Yeah. So it just it's it's a weird and that you know that might just be being a kid growing up, and it might be a punk rock thing. I don't know. Yeah. But, but uh, like what you said about how it's how it's like told to you, how it's yeah. it changes everything. Yeah. yeah. I learned how to make a enchiladas for the first time from YouTube. Sick. <laughs> Sorry, that's just it's so cool to me because I'm like, dude, YouTube is so amazing. Like, I, I love it. Anything you want to learn, you know what I mean? Like, again, dude, in school, there. I was like, fuck all this, but yeah, it's all there, man. I'm cooking now. Hell yeah. It's all, uh, never mind. It's a whole thing <laughs> about how, like, just you know, kids can shred on any instrument now. From, yeah, like, from what do you mean? Like, two weeks, like, because, like, so taking up an, an instrument, let's say guitar, uh-huh. and it's like. I had to learn from like I took I took lessons for about a month and then he showed me like what a power chord was and I was like that's all I need thank you that's it um, but it's like now like kids are just like oh how are you playing guitar because they can like shred and stuff yeah oh I'm like going on two months I'm like yeah but for, they have videos yeah like, but for me it's again it's crazy when you have someone like that and then they want to start a band and they can't write yeah yeah and to me that's again what's so special to me about fucking writing man Mm because i'm not technical at all i have never taken lessons in my entire life my dad taught me all of my first chords Mm -hmm. and i just went from there and started making up chords and doing whatever Mm -hmm. and that's the best thing man but but yeah the cool for people if they just want to like you know be technical and they just like playing like that but Uh, it's crazy when someone can't write yeah yeah that's that's how i feel (laughs) All right, well, let's let's add some songs to the playlist and then let's get out of here. Um, so we have this uh, Walking Blind playlist. Basically, what have you been jamming? Any genre, any type of music. Uh-huh. Um, you know, what... First off, what one of your songs do you want to add? And then what have you been jamming lately that you want to like add? Like from one of my projects? Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um, I wish I had Cultra released already because that shit's going to be heavy, but not yet. Um. I'm trying to think. Should we keep it in the hardcore? Realm? Nice. You don't have to. You know what? Do you guys add songs too? Yeah. From not well, we add songs to the playlist, but not from our projects because you're, you're, you're the guest. I know. I'm just trying to think right now. I'm like, <clears throat> while you while you think, I actually have one on deck. What's yours? Uh, Solitaire by Strung Out. Okay. I'm gonna. Uh, I'll add mine. I'm, I'm gonna go uh, rancid Ruby Soho. Hell yeah! Oh, okay. This is so hard for me right now. This is this is what you get when you have fucking fifteen <laughs> bands. When you're a one man band of ten projects. Uh, yeah, but at least at least you're in these bands. You know what I mean? Or yeah. it's like it's you. Whereas, you know what? I'll do. Yeah. I'll just do the Falgrove right. single, and then for mine, and then I'll do a, a non heavy for. Swallow, I've done yeah. Birdie. I've done. <clears throat> I've been listening to a lot of hip hop lately. I've been getting back into, like, tagging. Sick. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> I've just been doing that shit at home on a little whiteboard that I got. So you know what? Let me see. Let me see my tagging playlist. My bad. It's taking me a while. 
Did it, is there a lag wagon on the cover? This is, and this is so random too. I've had that Vampire Weekend song stuck in my head. Uh, was it your your punk or whatever it is? Like the which one? The huge, the one huge Vampire Weekend song. Oh, oh, from Step Brothers. Um, because uh, because that's announced, right? Mm. I think that show was announced. It was a Steve what? posted it. The, okay. Yeah, Steve posted it. I want to make sure Steve posted it. <laughs> Get him in trouble. I know. <clears throat> you know what? Fuck it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do your mama from the far side. Sick. Right. Shake it up. Get a little funky in there. Dude, I I like our playlist. Is it like all over the place? It's all over the place, oh, yeah. dude. I haven't even checked it out yet. Dude, it's <clears throat> it's it's really it's like it's like pretty random. I love it. It's so random. Yeah, that's the Vampire Weekend. Oh, a lot of rage, too. I've been getting into Rage Against the Machine again. Have okay, it has been announced. It, it has been announced. Okay. So let me, I, want to, I want to say this. Fucking uh, proud of our boy Steve. Um, they are going to be, Voodoo is going to be playing the fucking Hollywood Bowl with Vampire Weekend um, this summer. So, yeah, June 12th, it's like in L.A., um, do I know Vampire Weekend? I'm sure you've heard the song. Yeah, is, I know. As soon as you hear the guitar, yeah. you know. As soon as you hear the, the you, guitar, have you seen Step Brothers like a yeah. bunch of times? Uh, do you remember the very beginning after he like puts the notches in the microwave and that song is like? Okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> do you that's, remember yeah, what I'm that's, talking about? That's, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Vampire if weekend. it's what I'm thinking of, then yeah, yeah, that's Vampire Weekend. Okay, it has a little <laughs> little beat or whatever. Yeah, they so they they announced that they're putting out their first record in like five years, and they are going to be playing. Um, they're doing a tour and Voodoo confirmed Hollywood Bowl, so that's like, dude, that's fucking huge. Yeah. Eighteen thousand. That's your boy, dude. Yeah, that's crazy. That's dope. I don't know why he's playing drums with us. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, go play with Vampire Weekend and play a Torch Cult show to like fifty kids. <laughs> Don't let him get the idea. He's gonna think about it. it now. He's gonna be like, "What the fuck am I doing?" <laughs> so yeah, shout out Steve. Fucking proud of you. Proud of everybody in that in that band. But yeah. it's rad. <clears throat> well, is ready to get out of here. Mike, you want to hit the outro? Mm -hmm. Follow, like, and subscribe. <laughs> no, um, <laughs> um, we still have our GoFundMe. Um, the we do, dude. Because of you guys, we've been able to literally use the fields on wheels. Yeah, uh, up and running. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's need, back. It needs some help. It, needs it, some does, love. it does need some love. I saw it myself, man. <laughs> it needs some love, but yeah. we—it's back on the road. So thank you to everybody that has donated to that. Mm -hmm. um, that's helped so much. Um, you know, we drove it yesterday, and we busted a little mission out to Santa Ana and around to Ontario and all the way back. So it's 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 running again. Yeah. Brakes still a little sketchy. Mm -hmm. Uh, but it gets us where we need to be. Um, so yeah, we're we're thank you to everybody that that has donated. Like we joke about it because we don't want to be sad, but like everybody that's contributed, like that fucking means so much. Yeah, to us. we awesome. we fucking love every one of you guys. Oh, yeah. So thank you guys so much for that. Um, <clears throat> yeah, for us, uh, follow us at Walking Blind Pod everywhere. WalkingBlindPod at gmail dot com. You want to plug the plug socials? socials? What? You want to plug your socials? Plug pick Uh, Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, I'm never... 
You're like, wait, I, what? I don't even know that lingo. I don't even know what that means. Yeah, I'm so stupid. Does that mean just like say my socials? Yeah. 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 Tell them where to find you. You're watching. No, um, yeah. At pitcamvids. That's P-I-T underscore C-A-M underscore V-I-D-Z. And uh, I don't know. That's the only one. Yeah. Follow that. and Oh, Bright Mind Records. Follow that one too. Bright underscore mind underscore records. That's all, where all my music, you can find all that shit. So yeah. Sick. I'm awkward. I don't know. Shut up. <laughs> Sick. We love you guys. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.